All right, Jean, are you ready to I'm be I'm ready this in? time, I promise. I'm okay. here, I'm present. <laughs> ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Shtaim. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P. Ah, hello, welcome to Where My Mom's At. Listen, I need to plug something at the top. I kind of plugged it at the last. I just want to get it in there. September 12th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to be doing the wind down uh, at, with Flappers Comedy Club. Basically, it's me getting ripped and I'm going to Zoom with fucking people. <laughs> I thought, what a fun idea just to get drunk and, and just talk to people. It's, it really is. It's not, it's not really something I'm going to profit from. It's to help Flappers Comedy Club. They're good friends of mine. Uh, Dave Reinitz and Barbara Holiday have known for a million years. I'm just trying to help this comedy club out. So it's either on my website. If you don't see it there, go to Flappers Comedy Club. Buy tickets to the wind down. We're going to get ripped. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, very exciting with me is Katie Morton. Yay! It's so good to be back. I, I haven't seen you. people in so long. You've been diehard coring. I'm coring. Yeah, we have. We're deep Tell in me the about core. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I mean, first of all, we work from home anyway. Yeah. Super easy to like isolate. But most of my friends have like little children, so they're scared to see people and yeah so like we've done lots of zooms until i hate zoom i hate zoom i fucking hate zoom yeah and so now i get to see you again yay yeah i feel like people are starting to relax and yeah. be like you know what i'm taking precautions as best as i can and i gotta live my life bro it's well how so long right for how long it still feels like it's march and it's i know September. well that's what we we're talking about before we rolled oh. is that like my sense of time is so skewed because everyone's like, oh, the children, they grow up so fast. And I'm like, what are you feeding yours? Because mine are, every day feels like an eternity. Right. And then you you blank and you're like, oh, it's Thursday again. Or yeah. it's Friday again. And it feels long and short at the same time. It does. It's, it's really weird. It's a weird sensation. That long short is exactly what it's like. Because I'm like, oh, my God, this week is lasting forever. And I'm like, wow, it's already been two weeks since I felt that way or something. Like, <laughs> like no. What happened? It's so bizarro. Yeah. And also, people are migrating and moving. Mm -hmm. And like, what's, I wonder what the country's going to look like when like people are realizing I don't have to live in this place to do business. Yeah, and I can spend live anywhere. extra, right? Like rent is fucking expensive in Manhattan. Yeah. People are like, mm, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot going on. Uh, but first of all, big news. I went to the LA Zoo yesterday. I know. I've never been. <laughs> Normally, <Do share. laughs> it's so depressing. Normally, I'm not going to lie. It's a horrible experience. But they severely limit how many people can go in at a time. Okay. So it's like your own private zoo. That's amazing. And the animals look great because they haven't been gawked at for months. Yeah. 
knocked on the window yeah, right hey come here zebra so the animal's like really healthy right now wow surprise surprise yeah, had a churro it was wow. big big news big time awesome now in mom world i saw this bitch i don't know if you've ever seen someone do this i never saw this before a mom she had a, on her stroller a fan attached oh to i've the- seen that mm-hmm. yeah i've seen it like at disneyland and stuff I mean, that's some varsity mom business. It is. It's legit. She's Le- out a lot with that. Bruh. I'm like, you're really <laughs> smart. I really, I almost commented on it. I'm like, look at your fan bitch, but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Also, what did I want to talk to you about? Let's do some follow-ups before we get into all the Ooh, questions mm-hmm. that you guys have submitted for Katie. Thank you for, for doing that uh, overwhelming response. And you have a podcast where you answer people's questions every week now. Yes. About 10 to 15 questions, depending on how long and... I ramble a lot and give them lots of thoughts. (laughs) So it's Ask Katie Anything. Exactly. Is your new podcast. Mm -hmm. And so you guys, you can reach out to her. How can they reach out to you? What's the best way? So I will, on Mondays, I post on the community tab of my YouTube channel. Community Uh, tab of your YouTube channel. What does that mean? So the YouTube channel, just on YouTube, search for opinions that don't matter. Because that's the (laughs) podcast I do with my husband. (laughs) Okay. And kind of like you, like YMH, right? Yeah. Everything's yeah. on the, other than your, your podcast yes. is separate. But so on the opinions that there don't matter. There you are. Whoop, whoop. There's you and your husband. That's us. His There's cat's Sean. tail fell off. It's a true story. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How? Um, so oh we, we had the, we had the facts a little wrong. His sister was like, how dare you? But she, he, he thought she ran into her bedroom and slammed the door and the cat was trying to get through and it hit the tail. And then about two weeks later, they're petting the cat and the tail fell off. <gasps> I know. I, I didn't know like, that could happen. Me neither. I thought just lizards. Right? Because they get scared and they're like, ah, pew, drop wow. it. No, this cat just like lizarded. It just lost its tail. It's okay though? It was totally fine. It's so weird. I know. <laughs> I was like, why do they have tails then? What is this? Well, it's good that you can live without it. I yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. So they can. So anyway, so, so on go there. that channel, okay. you go on the community tab, like it's a little uh, tab along the side where it says I like see. about discussion. And in there I say hey, on Mondays, time to send in your questions. See, happy Monday. Okay. Time to send and, in your questions. And how do they send them in? Then they leave a comment. Oh, comment so it's back. their comments mm-hmm. on her community tab mm-hmm. on opinions that don't matter. You need an email. I know. Well, we just have, have an email. I mean, I could set one up, I guess. Yeah. Just like we, where my mom's at. Yeah. Don't fucking email people. Okay. Well, I'll set up an email. We'll do it. Okay. Stay tuned. So anyway, you can ask mm-hmm. Katie anything. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. So Correct. what does that mean? Explain to people what, what kind of credential that is. Um, so it means you go four-year degree, then you go on to get your master's in clinical psychology. Wow. But instead of doing social, so there's a lot of avenues you can do when you, once you're like, I want to be a clinical psychologist or whatever, that would mean, you know, the certain levels of schooling you go to, whether I want to work on environment, which is a social worker, making sure like, oh, you have all your needs met and you're able to pay your rent and you have transportation, all this stuff. They work, you know, in that and like CPS, child protective services. Oh my gosh. These are hard gigs you're saying. I know. This is breaking my heart already. I have tons of friends that do it. So I'm like, it's, it's, it's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. And then there's, I'm. Um, what you call a therapist, like people use the therapist term Mm -hmm. because I work on relationships mostly. So it's like relationship with yourself, relationship Mm. with others, how you interact in the world. Whereas the others like environment, do you know what I mean? That's kind of the difference. So you help people deal with the world and in their relationships and marriages and their family structures Mm -hmm. and stuff. And how that affects you now. 
I love that stuff. stuff. I mean, I could talk yeah. about this stuff oh, all it's day. It's so fascinating. I know. Humans are so fascinating. They are. That's actually the reason that I love my job so much is because I used to get bored. I'm sure like everybody, like I get so fucking bored with a job. Like I'd start a job and then I'd be like, okay, well now I understand this and know how to do it. And it's stupid and I'm bored. And repetitive. Yes. Yeah. Like I have this form again. Or then you're in an office with people and it's like TGIF oh, and no. then they're like, it's hump day. And you're like, shut the fuck yeah, I'm up. I'm like, just stop already. Stop. <laughs> Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Oh uh, like, yeah. I'm going to punch I'm going to blow my brains out. <laughs> Stacy's got a birthday. And like, that was the big thing mm-hmm. is someone's birthday cake yeah. and then everyone but has to I eat cake. I didn't get any like, cake oh, last time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably the most accurate movie is it Office is. Space. The guy's a oh, genius. Mike so Judge. Good. Yeah. 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 That and Idiocracy. Yes. So I met 100%. Mike Judge a while, a little while ago, not long ago, mm-hmm. and the first words, I'm such a fan dork, and I was like, uh, "Idiocracy is like the best movie ever made." <laughs> you and can't help it. I just blurted it out. It affected you. It did. I'm still this day. I'm like, this is really brilliant. And he's like, "Thanks, you know." And I wasn't sure. And then he starts walking upstairs, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I follow Mike Judge up these stairs." And he's like rambling on, like, you know, I don't think people really like that movie, but then you know, because he's such like an introvert. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but I like you. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to st- follow I'm you. I'm just so stoked that I got <laughs> to tell you that I like your stuff, bro. Okay. So most importantly, we have some follow-ups from yes. the last episode. Uh, <laughs> this person writes, this is oh, not your typical Karen from Colorado. How bummed are you to be a Karen oh, right now? Mm. I have a, one of my viewers, <laughs> a viewer I've known for years. Is her name's Karen. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's suffering. <laughs> oh yeah. She's like, can they just pick a different name? Uh, well, they have. Do you know the next one? Stacy, maybe? Christine. Oh, <gasps> how dare they? I know. What? <laughs> the name people call me on I'm a Christina, but i get called christine oh no i know my alter ego so i look forward to all the christine memes now okay uh listening to your conversation about showering with your significant other made me wonder what gross things does my husband do but the sh- do but the shower i think husband do but i don't know sadly i came to oh do except the shower oh. meaning yeah i came to realize that i am the nasty one in the shower when the water gets nice and steamy the best is mid conversation while he is talking so he can really savor it i will fart and hot box the both of us Ew! <laughs> not all mommies are victims some of us are the psycho tommy buns in the relationship keep them high and tight very good karen excellent hey, work you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> now do you do that with sean um we have showered together obviously but yeah. our shower is pretty small and he's yeah. always like one of us is cold while the all other the one and he's like this doesn't make any sense and sucks i don't i totally understand so when we buy a house Maybe there'll be two shower heads. There I don't know. Be. We'll get fucking fancy and shit. You should. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Okay, Katie. <laughs> um, my husband, do you pee on him or does he pee on you ever? No. Yeah, my that's... husband pees on me. And he'll look, he'll make eye contact and then just do it and not warn me. Oh. And then I'll feel like a warm. The warm. Oh. Yeah. I mean. Do you pee in your shower? Yeah. Good for you. I mean. Do you pee yeah. when Sean's in the shower with you? No. Wow restraint i mean you know you guys are newlyweds keep, i mean like seven years eight <laughs> years do you pee in a public pool no wow you are a good person katie morton i try although my mom maybe it was my dad it sounds some, like something more than my dad would say said and i'm sure a lot of people have heard this yeah. that if you peed in a pool that there was like a dye yes it would have we heard around. that myth yeah. and it's just not true well, of course but it scares children so like i never I'd be like, mm-hmm. you believe the myth. I believed it. Like, Just so you know, guys, I peed in so many pools. It's not true. I'll pee in the ocean. 
which I almost feel worse about. I guess. But it's I made of it. it's made of animal pee. Yeah, it's all right? other other. That's what it is. Pee. That's how it's created. Yeah, <laughs> you're part of the ego. You're fine. I feel like the chlorine kills the pee. I'm sure it does. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, we did. Do you have a dog? No. You're not a dog mom? Okay, we did a dog mom episode with Angela Johnson. I saw. Yeah, she was so happy. She says, I wanted to pass along a dog mom hack for all my big breed or high energy breed dog moms out there. I have an eight-year-old Belgian Malinois, Malinois named Duke. I don't know, but I like it. Mm -hmm. He's an extremely high energy dog who needs a lot of exercise, even in his older age. About two years ago, my husband and I discovered doggy daycare. Never before would I think that I would be so domesticated or suburbanized that I would take my dog to daycare weekly, but it has truly become a blessing in the skies. Thank you for using it with their big ears. Oh, that's a cute dog. It's almost like an Australian shepherd, but not. Well, shepherds, those need a lot of exercise. Huskies. Uh We have a friend that has a husky and you could just run and run and run forget about it yeah, man you right? got to be really cognizant of these things when you get a dog how much energy does a dog have i know i know that's a big deal it is a big deal that's actually kind of part of the reason why i grew up with pit bulls Oish. and they're they were like honestly i think it's the more about the owner because ours was oh. a fucking frady cat <laughs> he'd like let out a boom and then he'd be like where are we going <laughs> katie what are we doing about this because yeah. i'm Let's go inside. Oh, <laughs> so I think we'll probably end up because we're when we buy a house soon. Yes, we're gonna. I want to get two dogs so they can like have a buddy. You know, I'm I'm kind of itching for a second yeah, again. You should. Oh. Well, you have two, two kids. kids. Too much a work. Lot. Yeah, you're up early. Oh, crazy animal. You, I'm up at six. Yeah. With these whenever maniacs. you text me back at six thirty, I'm like, she's out of control. <laughs> Well, that, I know it's funny because all my mom friends, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll text them mom friend at 6 a.m. Oh, they're, they're like, what's like, up, dude? Yeah. yeah and they're like, hey, <laughs> my I'm people. on my third cup of coffee. How you doing? <laughs> but then if you text me at night, forget about it. Oh, yeah, Past yeah. 9 p.m., I'm not going to answer. I know. That's so okay. That's here's fair. the second less fun, less fun hack. Pet insurance. That's right. We have saved thousands on vet bills because we have pet insurance. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I've can, heard of them. You can get two types. There's preventative, meaning the the maintenance of the dog, they'll pay for the majority of. Or if there's a disaster, the dog gets hit by a car, needs a yeah. big surgery, then you pay for that kind. So that is good to know. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Thank you for doing a dog mom episode. You guys love that. My husband and I don't want children, but we love our three dogs and two horses like our children. That oh, sounds like fun. I love horses. I that's that's me, though. You're Sean, a horse like, girl? I, uh-huh, I horse girls up. are crazy. You know that, right? No, oh, I didn't know, but now I do. Things. Time to live large. That's what they say. <laughs> horse girls are crazy. <laughs> When's the last time you rode a horse? Oh, God. I was probably like 16. It was back home. I grew yeah. up in the country. So, oh, I mean, right. a lot of people had horses. And I Where'd wanted a horse um, in Washington State. Wow. But like not Seattle. Like not even close. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> you were you were real way out there. So you could yeah. do horsey stuff. Yeah. Well, my one of my babysitters just lived down the street. I mean, down the streets, like, you know, seven acres away or whatever. Um, she had horses. And so she taught me you know brushing them and feeding them carrots and um even one of my friends tons of friends did the what is it the farmers association when you're a kid like you you show your cows and your horses it's oh, fa nice. it's like farmers association of america fa anyway um yeah so tons of people did that stuff and baby cows are so cute oh my god you can feed them the bottle oh, oh i've never done that you <gasps> know growing up in the concrete jungle that is la yeah, i've totally never different. even seen it i didn't see it snow until i was like 35 when oh i was god. doing the road <laughs> you're like what is this i've never camped a day in my life what i've never fed a baby cow oh 
No, I mean, feed, cool. you could feed a baby cow, but you maybe don't need to camp anymore. I feel like, no. I mean, glamping is fine. But as we get older, like my neck will hurt, my back yeah, will hurt. Like, I can't mm, do that shit, dude. I need a good night's sleep. Yeah, me so, sleeping like, on the couch is like enough. Yeah, it's rough, Tom right? Snores. That's camping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So this person says, uh, kids, we get scoffed at by actual parents for saying we're pet parents. I mean, I get it. A dog or a horse is much easier than a human baby, but we love them like children and spoil them like children. I loved when you discussed losing a pet. I read an article that many people grieve harder for the loss of an animal because animals are the only creatures who truly love us unconditionally. Mm. When I lost my horse in 2018, it was devastating. I had a very deep connection with him. I still feel his presence. I know he's watching over me. Yeah, see? Crazy animal mom, huh? <laughs> uh, so thank you for recognizing the demographic on your show and talking about the highs and lows of pet ownership. I'm a huge fan of the pod, even though I don't want kids thank you mm -hmm. you're hilarious kylie well thank you kylie uh have you do you have a dog love do you have cat love yeah i have dogs yeah. mainly i yeah. mean i like cats too but yeah. cats are more like you know you're fine to be around but dogs are like <laughs> we can't get enough of you you know <laughs> huge divide in the animal world between cat people and dog people it is but i like i mean i love all animals i, I grew too. up with guinea pigs cats and dogs always so yeah, they're great they're all great but yeah it is oh, hard goodness. losing a pet it is worth I was saying on this show that I grieved the loss of my dog FIFO more mm. than my mother in some in some Oh I, I mean you know makes sense I told you <laughs> I mean I grieved my mother but I it's think different. it's different cuz I really just really loved that dog my well, mother yeah. was complicated but yeah. FIFO was pure That's the she thing it's pure. a pure love right and Yeah yeah, Corny was my dog growing up. Yeah, Corny. And when we, he got really, he lived to be 13. Wow, that's good. Yeah, and he was a pit bull. Oh. And he, like, he started at cataracts. I think he had oh. doggy dementia. He'd get confused, start pooping in the house. And we were yeah. like, what's happening? And then my mom was like, it's not good for him, you know. We have to put him down. And so my dad took him through the drive through at Jack in the Box and got him a, like a burger oh. <laughs> and then took him in. And just shot him? No, we took farm. him into the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're I don't all... think my dad could. My dad grew up that way, though. You're yeah. all that rural shit. No, I that's how my dad grew up, but I don't think know. he could have done it. That, like, I could not My dad it. was too emotional. He would have like not. Like, I, would, I would die before I could oh, kill my animal. There's no, no way. way. mm, -mm. So no way so yeah <sighs> uh so at any great um oh i wanted to bring this up before we get into your questions mm -hmm. is that i really what i really enjoy about you because i've been a huge fan of you on the tube you've you're now writing a second book right yeah Am I i'm almost to talk finished about actually or, i don't know yeah you can talk about it mm -hmm. your first book title are, are you I'm okay are you okay mm -hmm. i love this book i found this book when i was on a flight one time when i was not okay <laughs> <laughs> and um it's just a, it was such a good easy quick read and helpful read i really like how you communicate because a lot of therapists can be very like too heady and mm -hmm. i just hate that way of talking to people and i feel yeah. like you really make things understandable um and digestible and you're so relatable and what i really enjoy about you is your modeling and I don't know if you do this intentionally, but I mm -hmm. love how you you tell people that you have feelings and you're like, I'm very, oh, yeah. I'm having these feelings today or I'm feeling this way because I think, I mean, at least the big reason why I was in therapy is I had a hard time dealing with emotions and allowing them Everybody to Everybody does. Right. And that's probably the... We're like, stuff it down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I feel so sick all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why these migraines and <laughs> diarrhea and stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. Totally. I don't know why I have an aneurysm. Yeah. yeah it's like... A, so I really appreciate that in seeing somebody who I consider to be really put together, like you're a therapist, so you know you're the best at this, right? I mean, you know, but it doesn't mean you do. 
Mm. Like you'll, you'll you'll never meet a crazier bunch than <laughs> mental health professionals. I don't know. Comedians are pretty oh, wacky. True. We both kind of hey, <laughs> like rivers that run right next to one another. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. But yeah, yeah I think it's, it's important for people to know that that I'm in it with them because it's still the human experience, right? It's not like just because I know better, I'm got all my shit together. I just do my best and I know better. So when I do fuck up, I'm like, oh, you knew you shouldn't have done that. Like you're acting impulsively. You should have take a beat think about it you know yeah which is so helpful for people uh to see like to see someone else go through emotions and then be done with them and like go through them and go through i always remember i always think of ram das i don't know if you ever (laughs) listen to him he's dead now but he was one of these 1960s gurus around the time of like um I forget mm. with all these other druggy guys. That ain't Ramdas. R <laughs> <laughs> I M New Word D A S S. He's a white guy. There he oh, is. There he is. And um, he was one of these LSD gurus in the '60s, and he taught at Berkeley, and he was a therapist as well. <clears throat> and he always mm-hmm. just he had this great thing about letting the emotions pass through you. Yeah, think and... of them like waves. People are worried it's gonna be a tsunami. That's and what I'm I like, do sometimes. Yeah. It really isn't it's only a tsunami if you like keep trying to hold the waves off like with yeah. your your like kind of shittily put together dam yep and then it feels overwhelming. it gets way worse well that's why you like will scream at strangers or fight with a loved one <laughs> it's because you've been like holding them off and yeah. then you're like ah, you like rage yeah so. i see my husband do it uh, i remember and i never forget one time uh, the fan in our kitchen was not working god damn it this fucking fan the fucking fan not working and i was like oh it's displaced it is totally displaced but healthy that he's taking it out on the fan and not on me totally 100 or the kids yeah right i'm like well it's just that's that's the rage of a comedian yeah like you give it to that fan you just you fucking stupid fan (laughs) well i see a lot of mystery i feel too and tell me if i'm accurate here in your in your professional opinion but with the social media culture, mm-hmm. I think Dr. Drew wrote about this in his book about narcissism and social media and, and celebrity, is that back in the day, celebrities were kept behind a veil, mm-hmm. right? Meaning you were commissioned, you were <laughs> bought by a studio, let's say, as yep. talent. Yep. And they kind of, they, they not kind of, they 100% calculated and managed your public image Mm -hmm. so you never knew that rock hudson was gay until you know many years later when he could just tell you that everybody had a squeaky clean image and truth is most of us in the entertainment business surprise mentally ill why it's a wacky business that it it, it, you have to be mental to even want to be in well it takes a lot to hear no all the time and keep going (laughs) right and it's absurd and to have this huge goal for everybody to know who you are and see you narcissism Mm -hmm. unmet childhood needs yep so we're rampant with these personality disorders and, and issues yeah and now with social media there's no veil and so you see celebrities movie stars really some of my friends mm-hmm. and i'm like yo girl you better fucking rain that <laughs> shit back mm-hmm. and covid i believe has really drummed up anxiety in certain people yeah 100 percent. and i do feel too like the, the social media culture has driven this hysteria and driven the fear well it's more. so easy to share something that really pisses me off is the fact that people will share like a infograph we need just like mean? a a pretty looking meme with a bunch of data on it. <laughs> but we don't know where the fuck that data came from and no one's checking any facts and they're like this fits my narrative yeah i'm gonna reshare this all over the place <laughs> yeah. and people are like yes and then those people share it and then those people share it and it's like we don't even know if that's true 
And we don't even, they just like what it says about them. Look at me. I'm so informed. Yeah. And it just drives me crazy. I'm informed. I'm signaling that I am, yep. I'm virtue signaling just like to ugh. this and that, or I'm with this person. And it's mm-hmm. very fascinating time we live in. Yeah. But it does perpetuate like anxiety, stress, yes. overwhelm. And uh, yeah. Because I have to tell you, like when I hear like uh, the, the rock and his family tested positive for COVID. And I, I don't know The Rock. I don't know yeah. how his reaction was to COVID. But to have him come out and make a statement on the gram, like, did something to me. Like, Tom and I talked about it. Tom was mm-hmm. like, The Rock has COVID. And <laughs> if was, he can get it, yeah. anybody can. Yeah. And so, t- like, it made me feel more afraid a little. It made me, like, yeah. you know, and plus his state, you know, ugh. anyway, I think it's it's just contributing so let's get to the listener questions let's start with some voicemails i like to hear people's Mm -hmm. voices um first native let's start there hi mommies my name's val i'm 24 years old and i'm from tampa um so i'm the youngest out of five my mother is 60 and my dad is 76 and he's showing early stages of alzheimer's and he also has parkinson's um my mom and i didn't really have a good relationship my mom was very mentally abusive towards me and my siblings and my dad And now that I'm 24, I'm trying to spend a little bit more time with my dad. I love him to death. He's my best friend. But I feel like the relationship that I have with my mom is kind of keeping that from happening. Um, Last year, she pulled a knife on me to break into my room because she was praying in front of my door and I wouldn't answer her. And I was just wondering how would I be able to separate the guilt that I feel because my parents are older and I want to be around them from the fact that I need to let that go and move on with my life because I feel like that's something that's really hard to do to move on and get a good career and a good home when my parents are in that spot when they're getting older and need me around. Um, Thank you for listening and I hope you guys have a great day. Wow, good question. Yeah, and very common, unfortunately. Um, Relationships that thrive on guilt are not relationships you want. And it's hard but the the main thing for like my advice you have to grieve it fucking sucks man as i want to say it's around tw- in your 20s it depends probably men it's like in their 30s but women it's like in their mid 20s you realize how fucked up your parents are <laughs> <laughs> and you're like wow their best was not good mm-hmm. not good at all mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> speaking my language all of a sudden you're like holy shit and yeah. so it sounds like she's reaching that where she's like, wow, my mom is like crazy and I can't, I can't tolerate it. And so the real goal would be like something that's been helpful for, even for me, I think everybody should do this because parents are never perfect, um, is make a list of the things that you would want from them. Like what's an ideal relationship? Let's live in that. Like, Ooh, (laughs) they like listen and they like care for me. (laughs) <laughs> and my mom doesn't open my room with a knife or anything and like threaten me that's awesome the ideal which is hilarious because that's just the bare minimum of a yeah, good parent it is pretty listening yep. being take present. care of me yeah emotionally <laughs> don't open physically. credit cards in my name yeah, yeah right like that fuck up your credit yeah. yeah just you know basic <sighs> basic things yeah so what would you look for and then you know even make a little line and like what do i need now so there's like, what's the ideal scenario? What do I need now? And then I want you to make a separate list of what they're able to give. Mm. And then you have to look at those two lists and you have to grieve the difference. Mm, that's really helpful. And it's uncomfortable and it's sad and you're going to be mad. And then you're going to be like, oh, but I should stop shitting on it. You're should. shitting all over yourself and nothing good comes out of that. Like I should have, could have, would have. I wish I wanted to be around. You just don't. 
they're bad <laughs> it's not good well and also it's not your fault that you don't want to be around no them. it's theirs right. actually like you can only like you can only clean your side of the street right you're only responsible for your portion yeah. like if we're trying to build a friendship and i just never call you back and never show up or like when we do get together i talk like shittily to you <laughs> why would you want to see me you know right but i think there's so much societal stuff about you know honor thy mother and father mm. and i would hear that so much and you know i think that the big struggle too is and what she's grappling with is like they're getting older mm -hmm. they're getting sicker and what is your level of is it filial piety that the asian culture has where like your responsibility yes yeah. like you have a, res a responsibility mm -hmm. so where does that end and what what is your duty what 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 are you able to give you have to like really consider that because everyone's going to be different because you're actually not responsible really? let's consider who's the adult here right who is the adult who's the, here? who's the parent right it's not you no and it's not your responsibility to do that for them i know different cultures have different things like um everybody's going to be different but i'm just telling you that like you know especially since they've been shitty <laughs> you're not like you're not beholden to them i nothing pisses me off more than when parents are like you owe me I, like i fed you and i cleaned your diapers and you're like oh you did the things a parent does because you decided to have a child you, that's what i oh god my mother it used pisses, to make me oh. crazy is she would guilt me for how i was at mm -hmm. 15 and i was like bitch you decided to have yeah. me ta-da i'm yeah. here <laughs> of you <laughs> yes. or she would complain about my father being this and that and i'm like dude you chose it yeah. as your baby choices daddy. choices in life lead to results right yeah so you I owe agree. your parents nothing yeah i you know and that sounds so here's the deal though i do for for my own situation with um, both my folks I made sure that their material needs are met. Meaning That's like... That's really nice of you. Well, I didn't pay for it. I oh, didn't okay. say I that. Like, wow. <laughs> I ain't no money bags here. But I'm saying that, uh, you know, I think the, the the material stuff, like let's make sure they're not eating Alpo, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Like, hey, okay. that's, a, that's a moral obligation you're due. Um, yeah, make sure that that's met and that they're kind of being looked after mm -hmm. some, by like someone, needs. right? A social worker or whatever, their physical needs are being, they're looked after. It doesn't have to be you. Just but make sure we can that, make sure that's happening. Yes. And I do, I did, I did see that with my mother, that her material needs, her mental stuff was being handled mm -hmm. by people. Well, there's places you can place me. them, right? And then yes. Medicare, Medicaid takes care of it and you yes. set all that shit up. Yes. And, but you don't need to torture yourself is what you're no. saying. You don't need yes. to give up your life yeah. to make mommy and daddy happy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want people to think it's a bad thing to say like your you don't owe your parents anything, but just consider the language. I don't owe them. Like you owe me. It's nuts. No, it's like, I would love to have a relationship with you built on mutual understanding and respect. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's two adults. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh, the idea that my sons would owe me for this yeah. up, it, it is preposterous. Right. It, it is. But absurd. so many parents, unhealthy, toxic, potentially narcissistic parents. Yes. Build relationships off of guilt Yo. and guilting people. Oh. And I don't know about anybody else, else out there, but I don't want someone doing something because they feel like they have to. Neither. They're guilted into it. Neither do I. Unless so. it's my husband. Can and you I, <laughs> I love when Tom feels good. Yeah, I like motivating my husband. That way. But mm -hmm. you know what I read one time in Wayne Dyer's book, You're Erroneous Zones? I don't know if you've ever read that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's his first book written in like the 70s. He said that uh, guilt is repressed anger. I don't mm -hmm. know. Is that true? I could see that. Definitely. Like I think a lot of things are repressed anger. Uh-huh. 
Interesting. Say more. So like uh, self-hatred, lack of self-confidence, anxiety. Mm. It's all from that. I mean, anger. just think of how it like manifests itself because anger is really a secondary emotion. It's usually protective, meaning mm. it's like it's not the real root emotion. It's mm. the one that we're, we're comfortable showing because who wants to show vulnerability? True. Sadness. Ugh, guilt. Wimpy. We don't like that, right? Ooh. Ugh. It's like, but anger, that's powerful. Power. Yeah. Just, it's always comfortable rage. with anger. Yeah. <laughs> I love anger. Oh, me too. Punk. Everybody does. Yeah. 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 Just go out and like, it is empowering because you mm -hmm. can be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to take the world. Oh, over. yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I know it's interesting. like going back to that teenage years of me, like yeah. angry me. I'm like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. I'm glad I went so... to therapy for years to get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think about my career in stand up and so much of that was anger. Anger. Yeah, Fifteen sure. years of just well, maybe ten. The first ten. Well, it's motivating, also. So motivating. But then at a certain point, it becomes destructive, right? Yeah. It's like motivating, then you're like, and we've reached peak motivation. <laughs> yeah. Self destruct. Well, that's why I see you. That's why you see a lot of famous people imploding once they get yep. there, and then they go, "Oh, is that all there is? Mm -hmm. Oh no! When this, yeah. my mommy and daddy still don't love me the mm -hmm. way I, I want. I don't feel better inside. I don't feel good. Yeah, I'm still the miserable cunt I always was. Same. Yep. Totally. And now, yeah. So, and I'm stuck gosh. with me. Wherever I go, there I am. Ta -da. <laughs> yeah, it's like that hippie shit. Yeah, wherever you go, there you yeah. are. And surprise, surprise, those people, those celebrities we hear later come out that they're like, treat everybody like shit. Yes. And you're like, oh, they're just really angry at themselves and their life choices. Yes. Yeah. Never processed gosh. it. <sighs> That's why it's so important to feel the feelings. Yeah, you gotta, it's okay to feel angry, but it's also okay to feel bad, sad. Yeah mad irritated it's okay to feel disappointed right because they're you just know? feelings they're yeah. not it's not a rational thought it comes up in you yeah it's normal like yeah. how we have feelings all day every day and it's okay to be especially now i feel like people need to allow themselves to cry and grieve mm. because shit is weird it's weird right now and crazy and like you were supposed to have recorded a big thing that you've been working on for years and it's fucking sad I and i was sad for you oh, it was terrible I, for those of you who don't know i was supposed <sighs> to i was supposed to go record my stand-up hour and it was like we locked in a venue like, da, 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 yeah it was like i had a countdown of months and so my hour was just getting locked and then this all happened but it's okay it's it's just postponed well yeah but it's okay it to grieve it too it's yes okay. I, and i tell you not being able to stand up that's a huge way I process emotion. Mm -hmm. So this has been like, oh, how do I channel this fucking beast? You got to find some new coping skills, man. I know. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. No? Uh, mm, what sorry, about pills? Uh, no. No, I'm just kidding. I can't, I can't get involved. Like exercise or talking to friends. I did all that. Seeing people. Bullshit. Yeah. Friends. Journal. I know you like to write. Journal. You take notes all the time. I've been journaling since I was 12. I'm so afraid that someone's going to find them. Just tear it up when you're done. I know. I got to burn, burn it. some other ones. Burn it. It's like a <laughs> burn book. So, yeah, I love that movie. Okay. Uh, let's do some more voicemails. I like to hear people's voices. Hi. My name's Amanda from Colorado. I have a question for Katie. Um, I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old. Both boys. Um, my six-year-old, I'm really having trouble getting him to take me seriously when I ask him to do things or ask him not to do things. And I'm trying to figure out how to have appropriate consequences and mm. stay consistent with them. So mm. I guess I'm just wanting help with knowing what that would look like. I also think that we should bring Get Your Life back to the Christina P. world. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sure. Bye-bye. Life. 
I used to say that a lot. Tamar Braxton used to go, get your life. <laughs> get your life, girl. All right, shit, it's back. Get go your get life. Go get it. So what should she do, man? How do you get them damn kids to listen? Um, don't shout because kids will shut down or mm. they'll lash out more. Um, so it's actually better to just explain again. So I'm asking you to do this. And then when they're young, I mean, taking stuff away and timeouts are the most effective. People always want to like yell or even spank some people, you know, and no, no judgments on people, like whatever. But oh, I judge. Don't hit your damn kids. No, it doesn't get you anywhere. It actually makes no, it worse. It's, don't hit them. So in really the best, we know through research, years and years of research, you can, you know, check, you can Google, check me. It's fine. You can totally check that. Um, it's just to take things away. Yeah. So as a, as a six-year-old, it depends on what your six-year-old loves, but they can't do that anymore if they don't do this thing. And you have to let them know while you're asking, I'm asking you to pick your toys up and put them in the box like we always do and if you don't there'll be no video game there'll be no books at bedtime there'll be no i don't know whatever yes, they love. whatever they treasure the most yeah now that's the hard part is that my older son uh, can conceal what he loves the most sometimes mm. and then i the toy switches so yeah. i but cartoons but then no toys maybe Ooh, no toys that's terrible yeah but i find the cartoon thing mm. is a biggie in our well house. yeah they kids will love because i know a lot of parents like restrict the amount that they can watch or or like youtube or whatever it is right of course so then you take those things away take them away mm-hmm. that does work i do find it that you're right the it more, motivates them. the more you spiral by the way because and it's listen no parent is perfect like no, when they're they pissing catch you, you tired off, too. oh fuck oh. off that's he it's like that's when they know then to bribe. act up just bribe them just bri- <laughs> <laughs> all the time sometimes oh, you, you want just, a cookie yeah mm-hmm. I'll Sometimes. give I'll give you that cookie if you do this. Just thing. fucking just do, do it. it Get right? your jammies on. Here's a cookie. I slept yeah. four hours last night. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you. Sometimes you blow it and you lose it. God damn it! You know mm-hmm. we're not here. perfect, but for the most part, calm, assertive energies like Caesar Milan. Exactly. Don't let those fuckers phase you. Nope. Because they are like pack animals, man. Mm-hmm. They smell Who's your. Who's the feet. alpha? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They smell that shit. So the yep. minute you lo- you lose your cool, then they're like, "Oh my like, god, I got <laughs> it." Yeah, the game just—it's oh. a game to them, mm-hmm. and which kids, is a good sign. I always remember, like, because my dad worked away from home, like he's a contract worker, and so um, when he would come back, I mean, he, he killed people for <laughs> exactly. What is he's he? a boiler maker, wow. <laughs> so well welded for oh. a living. <laughs> Con- contract he's killer. That would be such a cool. I mean, not, but kind of cool. Kind of the coolest thing ever. No, not exciting construction. Um, Anyway, when he would come back from like a job, he would feel guilty for having left, you know? Mm. And so my brother and I knew. Mm. So like if I wanted something, Mm. that was the time to ask. (laughs) (laughs) So kids know. I remember that because I'm like, if I remember that as an adult that I would do that, your six-year-old's pulling one over. They know. If, If you let you know they see that weakness girl they know by one and a half how mm-hmm. to manipulate your ass the two-year-old knows how to manipulate oh, i'm me sure now that that's their gift it's a it's an important human skill because you're going to have to use it your whole life we well, had to get get your needs met get your needs met you manipulate uh what was i going to say oh you know what i was uh, just i don't know if you have any thoughts on this as mm-hmm. a therapist but we were watching old school sesame street and i'm talking like the first three episodes i watched that as a kid yeah yo and it was started in 1969 which is bananas wow 16 jeez. i know dude anyways my four and two year old they love it and it's because it's it's like a it literally was at one point a children's television show meaning 
a four-year-old could watch another four-year-old on the screen yeah. doing basic things. Mm -hmm. I'm washing my hair. Um, and then there's another video of like children jumping over a log. Now, now Martin jumps over the log. Now Sally jumps over the log. And now the dynamic on that show is different where now it's adults and puppets. Oh, and which they, is not the same. Right. And I was thinking, what do you think? What's the, why the shift in, because he's riveted and it's just yeah. watching another child. I think it's, I mean, I would assume it's shifted and they don't do that anymore just because of like, it's harder to work with kids. It is. <laughs> and yeah. there's so many laws and stuff too, for good reason yeah, to yeah. protect children. Um, we always say like, if God loves you, he makes you a star. If he hates you, he makes you a child star, Ooh. you know, cause like it's hard to grow up that way. Right. To be yeah. entertaining. But um, I think it is important for children to see it's modeling. Like it, you were saying how is. helpful it is for me to, say it's okay to feel things and I feel things and I show myself you know having tough times um same for kids they need to see it yeah you know and um spoilers I am I do think I'm gonna launch like a children's channel oh <gasps> I think you should not till like December January but yeah I've been like playing around with some ideas fantastic I think because I think the children's space maybe is, you could come on I would forget I would love it yeah. I would love that because the children's space is great and then it's not great yeah I think it I think the pacing of the programming is too fast because mm -hmm. I literally I watch my children watching this 69 1969 like, yeah and it's they, slower and literally one two three four five six, and it's just dots and mm -hmm. he's fucking like yeah dude when's the yeah, next they're like, yeah they're like i'm just i'm so here for this <laughs> yeah versus now it's like oh. and the color yeah yeah it's like it's, jump cuts when people just like figured out what jump cuts were in youtube you're like yeah it's too it's too much it's overstimulating yeah and when we grew up, we had shows like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Loved Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, and the pace of it was relaxed, and that's the that's child children's pace. Mm -hmm. Well, well that's they have exciting. to absorb. You're doing that. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'll I'll tell you more. I want to yeah. know more. Yeah, please, can I be on it? Of course, I, I, I that'd would be love so to fun. Do children's stuff. It's well, so we fun. do such adult stuff. It's kind yeah. of fun to be like, oh, let's consider this from a child's perspective. I mean, I'm sure you do child yeah. stuff because you're at home with your kiddos. Yeah. But it's cool to think how could I improve for them later? Like, cause you're trying to teach them about emotions now. Yeah. Like I love my, um, my cousin, her daughter loves Daniel Tiger. Oh, I've heard of this. We don't watch that one yet. It's, it teaches emotions and stuff. He's super cute and he oh. has, she sings little songs. So Aww. songs are good for children to learn. Yeah. Helps them remember, retain information. But it's like, when I'm angry, I count to four, you know. And then Give okay a tool. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. That's huge. And um, she sings her little songs. Aww, yeah, isn't he cute? That's great. I love Daniel Tiger. Yeah, because I don't feel as though I got. Um, I didn't understand. And there's no tutorials for emotions in our no our era. I don't think people. I think people thought children were just smaller adults. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of. However, Sesame Street, and they are woke AF, by the way. In 69. So I have to watch that. It was great. The The lead characters are a black working class family. And you're like, oh, that's so fucking crazy. And the kids yeah. are all mixed. There's no like. Yeah, it's not like all, all white. these. Yeah. It was really progressive. I wow. was like, wow, the fucking Sesame Street killing that yeah, shit. Yeah, seriously. Back in little... 1969. And now it's just like puppets just and cartoons and like Coco Melon shit and crazy and, and, stuff. Yeah. And also, yeah, Elmo doesn't have a personality. I don't mm -hmm. like that he's no. a non-entity. I know. He's like. He has no no emotions, really. None. Other than excitement. Yeah, and what's interesting is that children love drama. Mm -hmm. I was I showed my son the little mermaid, the four year old yesterday, because he, he's interested in witches. And oh, I go, Oh, you want to see a witch? Yeah, yeah, I go, This Ursula is a real piece of shit. I always wished I had lipstick that could squeeze out of the remember she put it on? <laughs> 
poor unfortunate soul. Yes, and oh, they love so the evil. drama. And people think that children can't handle the yeah. ups and downs. The truth is, they live for. Oh, is he? Peter Pan is is in yeah. danger. Pirate Hook is gonna kill him. He's gonna. They don't understand death, but they know no, that there's a danger. Yeah, they like this drama. Well, it helps them. So, I think it's even like we watch Bambi, and everybody's like, oh, "How could children watch their mother get killed?" Oh, happens to them all the time. But that's the thing is, children also like uh, that's part of why I think uh, the channel that I'm gonna create needs to exist is like having children understand death, loss yes. of a pet. Yeah. What happens at grandma, grandpa? I mean, it's sad. It's sad to think of that, but it happens to children all the time. And instead of talking to them about it, we pretend that, oh, they don't even know it's happening. Which is, is such worse. a lie. Children always know what's happening. Yeah. Or at least even if they don't know, they make up their own story. Which, which is worse. Which is worse. Because the only way we know how to make stories when we're children is to have us in it. So it's mm. like, I did something to make this happen, to make mm. mommy sad or to, you know devastating make and the dog run away or and that's even worse than mm -hmm. just saying like hey this is what's happening and uh you know yeah. it sucks it's sad mm -hmm. and we're gonna get through this and da 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 exactly you know it's interesting too if you ever grew up reading the grim grim fairy tales <laughs> no <laughs> sounds so grim, happy g-r-i-m-m -M, <laughs> brothers grim it sounds very familiar yo this is what disney is based on a lot of these old school oh, yes, german yes. fairy tales so this is really dark shit now cinderella is based on a story called aschenputtel literally german meaning ash and ash girl because cinderella sleep cinder mm -hmm. in the cinder. In the whatever and in the original grim version of ash and Putel, she uh, cuts her foot off to fit into the glass slipper oh my and her foot God. bleeds all over the horse that he's i mean it's completely and the little mermaid dies in the oh, first geez. version wow. and becomes foam on the water so but i think they wanted to <laughs> teach kids that's, that's the hardcore. shit I grew up on. That's though. some real shit that's there. Real shit. <laughs> but as a little girl, I loved it. I would mm -hmm. I would read those stories and be like, oh, she's dead. Oh no, but then I would learn to appreciate when she was alive in the story. You know, it like helps you, you process and understand. Yeah. Also, weren't you a goth? <laughs> hardcore, bro. So you were like, I am in. I'm uh, all, all in, in on this. Dark sided. As, as you put on your black lipstick. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Let me tell you. Bella Lugosi, dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me do let's do this okay oh this is a good one this is apropos or dog mom mm, mm -hmm. kind of around there hey mommies i have a question about an expectation that i get from my husband and his catholic Ooh. family Ooh. i've been married for two years now and we've been together going on eight years we are 28 and 30 this year i have been getting more pressure than ever to have a baby mm. because we aren't following proto everyone else our age has one and it's quote our time i want to have a baby but i'm also graduating this november and trying to get a career out of the service industry my question is will this build the resentment between my husband and i if i make him wait a few more years Ooh. excuse me i almost threw up i could care less <laughs> <laughs> i had so much coffee this morning Ooh. i had a keto muffin too oh keto it's look disgusting. at you that yeah. sounds terrible it's horrible muffins should have flour oh what a nightmare my question is <laughs> oh this build the resentment between my husband and i if i make him wait a few more years i could care less what the rest of the family says mm. love eugenes let me eat you one time sloan thank you sloan <laughs> well what do you um, think I, okay things like that are tricky and it's you and your husband have to communicate yeah and you have to make sure you're on the same page having a child is a huge decision yeah. and i too often not naming any of my friends but many of them felt rushed and mm. then they regretted it and not you don't regret your children that sounds horrible because people will be like i love them no one's disputing that but 
we need to do it when the timing's right for us mm. and when you feel ready. Mm. And I don't think you'll ever be ready, just FYI, mm-hmm. but because it's a huge life altering mm. and amazing thing at the same time. But mm. you're so young. Holy fuck, man. What did you say, 28? Jesus That's not Christ. even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking to mommy. I had my first baby at 38. Yeah, most of my friends have had them at like 35 as the earliest, I think. And one yeah. of my friends just had her last at 42. Yeah, that's so, when I had my second. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not saying you have to have it at any time, but... It just needs to be right for you and your husband. So talk to him. Yeah. Because like, I mean, we're, my Sean and I aren't having children, but I got all the shit for that. And I had you to, did, oh not yeah, Sean. How come you're not having kids? Yes. People think, uh, what do you hate children? Yeah. You must, that people assume that you're somehow deficient as a, as a woman, yeah, as right? a woman, I'm not as womanly because I don't want to use my uterus. <laughs> What do you think that's about? Why why do people get so upset? I think we have like these societal quote unquote norms. And if you go against the norm, they're like, what's wrong with you? And then my friends who are in it with two under two yeah. were like, misery loves company. So like, I think you should have a is. child. And I'm like, honey, no. And you're not making <laughs> it look any better right now. I love you, but. <laughs> yes. Listen, and people always say this stupid thing is, well, when's a good time to have a baby? I'm uh-huh. like, no, 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 no. Please no. don't listen to this idiotic. Yeah. Uh, here's when it's a good time. You have a solid relationship, yep. preferably a marriage. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to fucking go out there and say a little, a little uh, documentation, mm-hmm. some fucking paperwork on your relationship yep. is an inherently good idea. Protects yes. the woman, by the way, uh, just protects your, your unit. Yeah. Money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. A little career established. I'm not saying you have to be exactly where you want to be. No, but have something going where something even if you going. take those t- the time off because you have to heal, you have to have a child, you push it out of your time. fucking, yeah, your, your meow, right? Your meow hole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, and so, so that, so you must plan. So a lot of times you're right. I think people don't plan and then they have these horrible misery miserable lives and they want you to be miserable too of course and that is so and i think it's taboo to say that shit but i agree it's like no do it do it too so that we can commiserate they can grow up together and blah blah and i'm like "Mm." that's why yeah because i will tell you that you know parenthood and it is yes it's wonderful yes it's wonderful it's i love my children more than life i'm grateful that i got to have them there is so much suffering. Oh, 100%. So much suffering with children. Not, not only just, it's well, think so about the time with your partner too. And oh. people think, oh, baby will bring us closer. No, Mm-mm. girl. You think you're going to want to have sex with your husband after a child's been touching you all day? <laughs> like my girlfriend's like after they're, they're breastfeeding or something, like I just want no one to touch me. Of course. So your body's not your own. Shit's all fucked up. You're, you don't feel the same. Of course. So it's like, don't go into i just feel like there's so much pressure out there to be like oh i should again like shitting on it should you and your husband need to talk you need to figure out what your plan is if you want children that's great where do you feel like you're comfortable you know because there's if he wants them now and you don't want them for like five years maybe there's some you know movement in there where you're like okay well let's wait two and we'll assess there you know talk to him i agree and also i always encourage women to uh, if you want to delay your child birthing stuff, go to the fertility doctor, have them look at you. All they do is an oh, ultrasound. Yeah. They can see how many eggs you have. They take mm-hmm. a blood draw. You They test your FSH, your levels. And if you really want to prolong, look, the uterus is good until what? You're 50 or something. You yeah. Can, you carry. Put your eggs on ice. Is it expensive? Yeah. But then you're going to have some fucking dope ass embryos when you're 42 and yeah. they're going to be perfect. Yeah, they're they're like, have... they're 28 year old embryos. Oh, they're <laughs> 
sparkling embryos. Do it. So do it. Do invest now so that you're not panicked when you're 39 trying to get pregnant. Yeah. And then you can buy yourself, girl, you can buy yourself a decade if you mm -hmm. just put that shit on ice now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let these haters hate. And good mm -hmm. for you. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I will say that whole thing of like, I don't want to be touched. That goes away when you stop really breastfeeding. Yeah. And once your kid is like four and they're a person, you've got a lot more autonomy. Yes. And you'll feel like a woman again, like a normal person. Because you're not person. the restaurant. And the yeah. restaurant. 24-7 breastfeeding. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I find that breastfeeding is more that was very much a psychological thing to be somebody's food source mm -hmm. it, it really fucked with my head it was yeah much. a lot of my friends can't do it but then there's the guilt of not doing that oh the so guilt that's why it's like important when you go into this that you even though it's hard and it's gonna shit's gonna be fucked up you're gonna not feel like you're, like there's things it's a big transition yeah. but you need to be ready it, you need to be ready and you need to like feel like you're in a place you where ready. it's good it's not like you're ever going to be quote-unquote ready because yes, you don't you know. don't know what's to what's happening but you don't know what's going to happen you shouldn't feel rushed into this that no. that's like anything in life no one else gets to decide what you do in your life mm -hmm. so talk to your partner figure out what's best for you guys put a little plan together like hey let's check in every six months about this maybe that'll make him feel better or you feel better you know communicate yeah and there also tell his family to fuck off. Tell them to go fuck themselves. If you want to have a yeah. child, fucking have your own child. Your, Jesus Christ. That always, Adopt a kid. I don't care. Get out of my life. I know. I hate people would pressure Tom and I because I really put it off so late. Like his mother, everybody was pressuring me. And I was like, look, you love kids so much. You yeah, go, go fucking have go one. Go get your own. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about my uterus and my business. Yes. Jesus. Get your life, man. I, I brought it back. Okay. Get your life. This one's good. So my boyfriend and I have been together over two years. The first year was perfect in every way. I was elated, truly the happiest I've ever been. We decide to have a baby about a year in, and a few days later, I get a call from a woman saying congrats on the baby and that he had been sleeping with her all year. I was torn and broken. I had little time to decide. Abort and leave mm. or stay and have a baby mm. the situation was fucked but i ended up staying it's been a year and a half since i found out about the cheating he's been in therapy and has changed he's a good dad but i'm still hurting i have mm. good days but some are just bad and everything reminds me of it i love him but i can't even watch a movie about someone being unfaithful mm. without feeling angry and hurt i don't want to break up my family but i'm still not over it never thought i'd be one to stay after such a betrayal but here i am please help Oh, what do you think? That's so tough. Well, there's therapy answer and then there's Katie answer. Which one do you want first? <laughs> well, give me, give me, give me what the, the party line is. You tell me the therapy answer mm -hmm. and then tell me what you really think. Okay. So the therapy answer is that if we are going to move through an infidelity, we have to just choose to. Mm. And for a period of time, they're going to have to allow you access to things that you're not going to have access to for a long time. So like a six month period where you can check their phone whenever you can ask them where they're going. You can check in on them. Six months. You say mm -hmm. you can do the find my phone at any time mm -hmm. and they don't have any privacy for a little period of time to help gain the trust. Mm. So you have to come to this understanding of how, you know, but it can't be forever. It's got to be a time limit. That's that sounds like that's key. To this. And then you have to move forward and decide not to look back. So you can't keep using that as a weapon. Mm. it's no longer useful if you do that the relationship will grow mm. and if you if they won't allow you access for a short period of time the relationship can't grow mm. so there's a little bit of concessions on both sides and then you have to just choose to move forward okay so that's that's the therapy answer and the real answer fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> i would never i would i mean i'm glad he's a good father and i understand but i think you had another choice there which was keep the baby and move the fuck out yeah 
Does she have the help? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, there's friends and family, maybe. Maybe. And, um, yeah. But you don't need a man. No. And if he wants to be a father, don't move far away. If, if that's, you know, if you, I'm sure you have a job in the area, like do that. But what a dirtbag. Mm. That's the friend. That's like the me answer. Like, Whew, I, I mean, if Sean cheated, I would fucking burn his shit in the lawn, change the locks, fucking punch him out. Much. I just could not. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I, oh, mm hmm. I know that I inner always, rage from childhood. Oh, it come back. Me too. And <laughs> I like, always tell mm-mm. Tom, I'm like, oh my god, if oh. you cheat on me, I'm taking all the shit. Oh, I'm taking everything, <laughs> and like, I'm fucking with you for years, yeah. and you won't even know what's <laughs> happening. I know. I'm like, you like your kids, Tom? Mm-hmm. You'll never see them ever. Mm-mm. I'm so evil. Oh, with that so shit. evil. Yeah, I'd even help you. I know, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing mm. because I'm. Um, I was cheated on by a, um, a college boyfriend. And, mm, me too. Mm, and like, mm. you can kind of go back, but it takes so long. And you just never, it, it doesn't, for me personally, it's really hard for me, any like little twinge, because there's yeah. so much trust in a relationship, right? Yeah. Like how many times does Sean go do, st- I'm like, whatever. okay, cool, whatever, yeah. see you later, bye. Yeah. But if there was that worry, oh my God, I couldn't do anything. It like fuck everything up. And then I'd always be like, I wonder if you, uh, uh, you know it's very fucked it, up and then you put a baby in that mm. mix and like like you were saying the first couple two to three years of a child you're so maternal you're in mommy yeah. overdrive and hormones and, but also oh. that pressure of like trying because also what happens at least with me is that when i got cheated on i was really um hype, i was trying to win him back mm-hmm. i mean i was also in my 20s where like yeah, same yeah so you're like oh i can try and win him back and then you're thinking like should i be meeting his sexual needs uh-huh. so she might be preoccupied with meeting his sexual needs but baby but and- baby suffers because of that like the truth is the baby is the focus 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 like that's where yeah. your energy goes and a cheating spouse husband whatever is an energy suck yeah that's taking focus from your baby and how selfish of him oh what a cunt God, yeah fuck. i'd fucking cut his oh, nuts off same. and throw him in the river same cook, cook him up for him for dinner <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> yeah i'll fucking kill you are we menstruating is that what's happening are not, we on the same cycle not yet mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay this one's a good one my name is debbie hello my debbie hi debbie debbie you don't meet many debbies anymore no. i said old debbie debbie i like him i want to say debbie <laughs> <laughs> i'm in new mexico born and raised good my question for you today is how do I know when my boundaries are crossed? Mm. I have physically separated myself from the problems I had on a daily basis, and I still feel stressed over them. I don't know if that goes into pass my passive behavior, but I would like to know. But I would like to know is how do I know when my boundaries are crossed? What mm. could be my warning signs? And what do I do when the people I care most about cross them? What this do you say, is, Debbie? Boundaries good are good question. Yeah, great question, Debbie. Um, boundaries are everybody has to have them don't think i think a lot of people assume boundaries mean like rigidity or selfishness let's talk about it what does it mean so a boundary we think of boundaries a lot of times like in property that's an easy way to think of it Mm -hmm. right like if we live next to each other there's a boundary in between where it becomes from goes from your property to my property however there are like physical and psychological boundaries meaning what's okay for you to do to me and not do to do to me Mm. what can you say and not say all of these things and so the way we know a boundary is crossed emotional and physical is usually met with discomfort Mm. so it's like for instance i hate 
when a stranger in like a crowded restaurant puts their hand on the low part of my back to get around me. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm so, I'm almost like hypervigilant and I haven't had been traumatized, but I'll be like, huh. Ew, I'm like, who, who are you? You know? Yeah. And I give like a, like a yeah. death stare. Like, yeah, don't touch me. I don't know you. Yeah, I don't know you. People do that all the time. But so that's a, I don't like that. Cause I don't know you. Don't yeah. touch me. Yeah. So that's, that's a, my sign that that's a boundary. Like, I don't really like being touched. If I don't know who you are and where it's coming from. I mean, normal, uh, reasonable, right, regular human reaction. Um, but emotionally it could be like someone oversharing your personal information mm. and we become angry or we become irritable mm. or defensive, right? There's all these things that can come out of that. Or if someone um, talks to us in a way we don't like, we can find ourselves wanting to shut down or mm. lash out. So those are just indications that whether or not you put boundaries in place, something's been crossed and that your body tells you. Mm. And so the way that we can set those up is figuring out what's okay and not okay. Think back to the last time you felt like you're gonna explode, like rage, or when you wanted to like isolate, you know, just duck out, just zone out, or maybe you wanted to drink more, shop more. Uh, uh, every day. You know, right, it's quarantine. <laughs> um, but drinking more, shopping more, um, if you act out sexually, that can be, some people are over-sexualized. You know, there's a lot of ways we can try to yeah, cope. Yeah, what is that when people act out sexually? That's interesting to me. Um, it can be a control thing. Oh. Uh, a lot of times it comes out of something people don't talk enough about is like, if we've been abused in the past, we can want to take control back of our mm. sexuality so we can become over-sexualized. Like, I do it when I want, you know, and that's our way of coping. <laughs> yeah, because I see a lot of like, uh, yeah, I see a lot of, um, well, this culture now, it's kind of turned that into something that's considered fem feminist or like uh, mm, awesome, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you're like, I'm hot, I'm owning it. It's like, I don't know. Are yeah. you, are you damaged? Yeah. Right? Do you need therapy? Well, it's a fine line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. It, it's true. And I you have know. to figure out what's okay and not okay. So right? how do you put down a boundary? So let's talk about, so for instance, I know my dad at one point, ugh, like I, he would tell me about his girlfriends, mm. like his yeah, romance okay. stuff. And I'll, and I'd have to be like, yeah, dad, I don't, we can talk about the weather. We can talk about Mm -hmm. ducks coca-cola whatever i want to hear about <laughs> that you know and and uh but they don't always get met well boundaries no right so so let's talk about putting them down and what to expect when you put them down yeah so you have to communicate what's okay and not okay and the best way to do it is usually it's, it's going to be in the moment but if you cannot if you can do it like ahead of time that's better mm. but it depends on the situation and how often you talk to or see the person but you just have to say like let's say you were oversharing stuff with me Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, hey, Christina, like, I love you, but, you know, I don't need to know all that. Right. That'd be an easy way to, like, get it out. Mm -hmm. But And they say, well, you don't care about me. Mm -hmm. You want to hear, you don't want to be, well, what do you mean? I thought we were friends. No, I said, we are friends. There's just some things I don't need to know. I hear you. I'm here for you. Just, okay. I just can't be there for that stuff. Well, fuck you, bitch. I, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. You, you have to, like, take it. Because sometimes people freak. Oh, totally. It's, and because here's the deal, man. Uh, most of the time, those people that are crossing your boundaries are not They're toxic. Yeah, they suck. Like, yeah. if you have to really tell somebody, like, don't tell me about I X, know. Y, and Z. They're t nine times I tell them they're shit birds, anyways. It's true. And like, <laughs> but that I did a video it's where crazy. I role played it with myself, like how you yeah. uphold it when someone freaks out, and you just have to that you have to practice ahead of time. So when you go into this conversation, <sighs> you're prepared. But then if you're like, well, fuck you, then I'll be like, I'm sorry you feel that way. I was just trying to tell you, I can be there for you. I care about you. I just can't hear. You just keep going back. I just can't hear this stuff. I love you. Hope you change your mind. 
walk away. Yeah. You know? Because I would infuriate both mm. my parents because my both my parents used me as their therapist. <laughs> and eventually in my late 20s, early 30s, I was like, guys, can't do it no more. Yeah, I'm you're like, not. please stop. Go get a therapist. We're yeah. talking to me. Right? And they they would get so mad at me. Like, what are you talking about? You know? oh, like, oh, my God. They get so mad at me. I'm like, who are you? Why are you downloading to me? Right? I don't even have friends that dump this shit on Seriously? me. Well, family can be that way, though. They're worse because mm-hmm. they're already closer so then they think like oh i can tell you anything and, and parents Ugh. can be really bad then you're parentified child which sounds like that's kind of what oh, happened to 100%. you 100 percent. Like you're they're not a parent and you're the child you're like equals oh god which messes everything so up. gross i can't even imagine downloading to my children no, like no right and why would you want to share that with them it just seems so I, inappropriate all of it is and just not i don't know Ugh. what are your girlfriend i don't know but your father didn't have any friends no so. no friends no friends yeah. Yeah. my mother used to tell me about my stepdad's penis at one point oh. because he's pickle is infected he has an infection on his pickle that's and I was disgusting like, i know she's like i don't want to touch his pickle and i was like oh and i was like 20 at that time 19 i was like mom you're like you no more pickle talk dead, dead, dead dick. yeah <laughs> that's disgusting i know and just, it's not only is he shocked by his penis but it's infected it's infected he has skin infection on his pickle and he wants me to play with that don't play with his pickle I'm like oh, oh god. god you guys are horny <laughs> <laughs> they were Ew. Yeah. okay let's do this one hey okay. hitler my wife and i have been married for a little over a year and i grew up in a house that was always unkept Mm-hmm. and cluttered and she flips her shit over a single fork in the sink i pay all the bills and home maintenance should i swallow my pride and take on all of the cleaning duties as well or tell her to do it her damn self and don't be stingy if she refuses to outsource it to someone else thanks mommies we up out of here Kato. Oh, she, re- <laughs> she refuses to outsource that was gonna be my first thing i was like yeah. we talked about this last time outsource because <laughs> oh. cleaning Mm. who the fuck i mean some people some sick people out there love to clean and great i mean if if i had nothing else to do (laughs) (laughs) but some i have friends who love to clean it gives them a really deep satisfaction like it's just what they do it can be fulfilling and feel like a sense of accomplishment i get that kind of not really but okay so what should he do you have to communicate it sucks it's uncomfortable they're probably going to fight back but you've got to say like you know this is my norm this is your norm and let we have to meet somewhere in the middle yeah and that my advice to this person's wife or partner whoever dude pick your battles man always about a fork in the sink God. you know how much i'd fight with sean if i fought about a fork in the sink I we'd know. never have anything to talk about other than fighting <laughs> i know <laughs> it's funny because i did um i did this pajama party podcast with rob eiler and jamie lynn sigler and she was talking about communication and she's so cute she's like my husband and I, we did ayahuasca and we talked about everything and we just, she's so sweet and unassuming. We talked about everything. And I said, that's really good. I go, but Tom and I, I think the success in in our relationship is like what I don't say and what he does not say. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's two coins to that of like, yeah, two sides of the coin of like, you, you should say all this stuff. Yep. And then it's when not to say anything. Cause you have to pick your battles. Like yeah. there are things every day every day every day happen. all day the, and i'm sure it's the same right i'm sure he's like are you serious because it's me yeah yeah i'm like i'm sure my hair fucking lord only knows yeah but i'm not gonna fight about it no because every time i want to do it i always think what's what's it worth mm. is it worth it because then when i really am upset about something when there's actually a problem mm. i need to say like hey you did this thing and it fucking sucked yeah. and he's like oh because i haven't i don't say shit about shit 
until it's important. It's not really worth fighting about the fork in the sink. So you're going to need to talk about it. You're going to need to say like, I'm doing the best I can. And you're going to, ha- you know, we have to find some reasonable way to communicate about this. And maybe it's couples oh. counseling too, just to find language. And also for both of you to be like, there's shit we don't say so that we can stay together. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> funny. And I, and I, you you can't know, fight about everything. I think it's too late once you're at the wife status, but also marrying another slob mm-hmm. was really helpful for me <laughs> oh you guys are both see sean and i are both clean freaks oh see that's why you don't fight about <laughs> it don't. yeah because i don't tom and i are thankfully similar in that we both have blinders to mm-hmm. slobbery like i don't fucking give a i don't care yeah. if there's clothes on the floor we're not filthy we're slobs Meaning, yeah, that's different it's not dirty no it's no, messy. no it's messy and i don't fucking care yeah but then again we outsource we have a housekeeper that comes and deals with it yeah. so neither of us have to deal with it yeah. so i don't have to yell at him um also you know what i started doing too like that housekeeper ain't around guess what we're using paper plates mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> guess what mom's white trash yeah and we're gonna use plastic forks <laughs> fuck you i'm not doing dishes yeah well so I then just, i don't be resentful totally well when quarantine first hit we didn't have our cleaning lady come of course and so i we had to divvy it up and then i found myself doing more and mm. so i told him i had a conversation i was like listen you're saying you don't want a cleaning lady to come in because of quarantine and i'm telling you that if you don't help out and do your 50 percent, the cleaning lady's coming or no one's cleaning because i'm not doing shit and what happened uh he cleaned the house for like three weeks three weeks <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't say anything until it was important until it was important i didn't like nitpick yeah. I just said, this is the problem, you know, you and, then communicate. Kinda... and then it was like, you're right. Hilarious. So <laughs> I wonder how much the male brain thinks they contribute versus what the reality is. He, he's actually, Sean's pretty good. He'll yeah. be like, I was taking advantage. I'm sorry. I realized that oh. like he's nice and easy. Yeah. Cause if you were to ask Tom, oh, like, mm-hmm. he thinks it's 50, 50 <laughs> with like childcare. He like picks like... up one sock. He's like done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I changed the diaper five weeks ago. Like, okay. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Don't put yourself out, bro. Yeah. Must have broke a sweat with that one. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, here. I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting question. I like this. Okay. Hi, Christina and Katie. I'm a therapist and I also work with families. Christina, it seems like you and Tom come from very different family systems and have a great marriage. Katie and Christina, I was wondering what you think. Do you think growing up in similar family systems can help in a marriage slash relationship? Or do you think growing up in very different family systems can help in a marriage relationship? And what do you see more? Mm-hmm. Audrey, really yeah. interesting. It is interesting. I think what it depends think? on the person, the people, obviously, but... Yeah similar family systems will find similar family systems because it's that family dance i was like i love that term but it's something we learn in school like a family dance like i always assume it's like the polka (laughs) because it's more fun or like square dancing yeah i like square dancing Mm, me too yeah yeah with your corner gal (laughs) i had to take square dancing in school by the way so did we on rainy days in la Dosey dough and in Washington, same. I like it. It was fun. I, I want really to square dance it. now. I know we should. I don't know if I could do it, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. <laughs> Can we find square dancing in LA? YouTube, I know. <laughs> that shit was fun that when was you were fun. a kid. Super fun. Yeah, dosey doughing yeah. and around the world or right? whatever. Yeah, and the, yeah. Oh, so fun. What a stupid thing That's square so stupid. dancing is. Yeah. But so family dances because you know that dance so well. Oh, it's you're familiar. like, oh, I recognize that music. I can do that <laughs> dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's toxic as You're shit like, and hey, it Macarena. feels bad yeah oh yes and so we go over to that 
and so we find those people we're the most comfortable we can do that dance together and that's why people who are in abusive relationships in childhood become an abusive like you know so it's like cycles repeat themselves which is why if we come from an unhealthy family system and family dance then we have to go to therapy to learn a new song And then we can appreciate those other songs. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, like for instance, when uh, my therapist was like, you've, this is back right before I met Sean. She was like, you've been in like a string of like shitty relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. tell me something I don't know. And she was like, maybe you should be a little uncomfortable in your next relationship. Yes. Maybe they should be a little inaccessible for you. And I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. She's like, you're not going to like it, but I'm challenging you. And so with Sean, I was super uncomfortable. He like wouldn't call all the time at first. And like, it was this slow burn of a relationship. Like a normal, like normal, <laughs> like not like enmeshed or like codependent. <laughs> oh, you're mine now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so that re- it's been the best relationship. Yes. He does his shit. I do my shit. We come together to have a good, you know, it's like, it all works out and it's different than what I had done. The dance that you, because the dance that you are comfortable is not even the right word. The dance that you're familiar with is not necessarily comfortable, but it is familiar. Mm -hmm. So yes. And I think what you, your therapist challenging you with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. is the essence to getting better. Yeah. And like people ask me that all the time with Tom and me, like, is that frustrating for you that he's like from this more functional family than yours? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So here's the deal. When I met Tom, I knew he was more put together than I was. Mm-hmm. I knew it. And I knew his family was more together than what I, where I was. But I also knew that I wanted that eventually. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the guy who's not, it's not familiar to me. No. It feels hard. Yes. It feels like I'm going to have to rise to this Which occasion. Which is good. Shouldn't we be rising, right? Growing. Yeah. And that I wanted to be w- eventually where he was at and his family was at. And I knew it. And I was like, you can do it. You can do it. Now, the downside to that is that it's very, it can be times very lonely. Mm-hmm. It can be daunting. It can be scary. It can be challenging. It, you can feel like a freak show and a total weirdo because mm-hmm. you're, he does not understand my history. Like yeah. he, he does because I tell him, but, but he, he can't. can't. He can't empathize. He can sympathize. He doesn't feel, right. he doesn't know. And, and truly that will never really, I don't think grasp the magnitude of the fucked upery that some people that we grow, you know, that you deal with, that I dealt with yeah, rather. Yeah. So there's, there's ice, there's, it's lonely at times for me, but then, um, I have people who have been through similar shit that I have been, that I can talk to. That's and, the thing you have yeah. your support system, right? Yes. To understand. Yes. Cause sometimes, and also I think it might be men and women too, in some ways is like, sometimes I want Sean to like consider something from a deeper level and it might be the therapist in me also yeah but i'm also just an overthinker classic same, overthinker same so i'm like i'll mention something he's like i never thought about it that way and i'm like well now i can't fucking talk to you about this because i had like all that was just the start <laughs> <laughs> i have like this whole so then i call my friends and i'm like i've been like really having a tough time with and they're like oh my god me too you know yeah. you have those people but i think we're so talking I can, like, about go into it. i think what you're talking about let's be real it's a limitation of men yeah of. like yeah. i'm sorry but i know that's why we have girlfriends. That's what I'm saying. And I think so a like lot. like get drunk and cry together. But 100%. Like, oh, this was so, yeah. 100%. And the problem too. I feel too, this so intensely. And <laughs> you know what makes me want to vomit is when people are like, you and Tom are best friends. I'm like, we're not best friends. It's different. He's my spouse. Mm-hmm. The best friend is the person you talk shit about your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. 100%. <laughs> best friend is where you mind especially with women look Mm. maybe it's and i know there's no such thing as gender anymore but i'm just telling you 
females commute listen to us right now yeah I've made, you and i have hung out a handful of times i feel like we're fucking jamming on the one you yeah, and i are mind totally. melding yeah it's effortless it is because we communicate on a wavelength i don't know if i can do that with a lot of guys and no, it, it's your husband is not your fucking best friend and okay? sean will make a joke when i'm like this was serious yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> and it's not even he'll, he'll like you know try to like make a snide comment or something he's like <laughs> i'm like no this was like a real conversation yeah like i don't ask that from you that often <laughs> i'm not saying that all men can't go can't go deep on stuff yeah. i'm not saying that i'm just saying that everyone has their limitations and like their capacity to understand certain shit yeah you have to have been through certain things to understand True. certain things and women you know? like we know through research that women use like was it 60 to ninety thousand words a day and men Damn. use like 12 10. <laughs> you were I being generous yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no but i think it's like men use like ten thousand, and we you know so we use a lot more it's different we just we process so differently fucking and but here's the deal like i i don't want you guys to think that i hate men because i i value how they think too mm -hmm. and i fucking love that they built civilizations and like conquered lands. dude it's rad yeah. like their but their way of being is just different than yeah, ours but we need both right it's you the yin both. and the yang I, we can't yeah. be in our feelings all day long no. like i never get any shit done no i gotta be like i gotta compartmentalize i'll deal with it later yeah i'm gonna do this you know and sean's great at that like if something happens he's like okay well we can't deal with this now I'll, we'll talk about it later. yeah and he like goes on and like does a bunch of stuff and then yeah but i think what we're saying is like i think what we're saying is that everybody is the masculine and the feminine mm -hmm. and like you can't expect your spouse to be the feminine at all the time no. right you know it's not gonna that's not no i mean yeah we still or personally i still want like a man yeah like yeah because is there anything less attractive than a weenie like no. Ugh. No. like i hate those guys I, I can't. they yeah. don't look like they've ever like played sports or something no. like, like, like they shave their chest hair or something. Ugh, that's <laughs> the worst so bad shaving unless you're a swimmer back. yeah just don't but yeah i think families we're more familiar with that dance just to answer that question familiar but not but necessarily yeah not and to, and either relationship can work it's all about communication and wanting it to work like it sounds like you knew that's what you wanted so you like pushed yourself to eh, overcome yeah yep. and look man i still do i still fuck up i'm still we learning how to be a human oh and, yeah you know i just like i've <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really hell bent on breaking the cycle of bullshit in my mm -hmm. family and I'm not gonna let my children suffer the way I did it's not happening yeah so I'm like I'll take it I'll do it I'm gonna do the work mm -hmm. it's gonna suck like it's hard yeah it's not like my life's been great because of my <laughs> fucking <laughs> mental problems but like yeah what's the alternative yeah same what's the alternative exactly it's like what we already know that sucks and it sucked being in depression all the time or anxious all the time yeah. or why is this happening to me well dipshit getting therapy and figure right it figure out. it out <laughs> yeah no, okay speaking true. of this is a perfect segue okay i'm writing in because my husband cannot seem to navigate common sense <laughs> <laughs> wow just come out the gate with it Boom. this bitch hates him <laughs> how do i how do i bury a body without it being found <laughs> This is the best. Whether it be not putting the leash on the dog before he opens the door Aww. to not properly budgeting finances. Ooh. Ooh. He's an amazing guy with a heart of gold, but dumber than a box of rocks. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. How do I help him learn to think? Love you and appreciate Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need a minute to process that question. 
<laughs> Are these different from the ones you get on Ask Katie Anything? <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Mine have a little more like, you know, upfront mental illness questions. Sure. But also makes sense. Some of sure. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, oh, you have to accept them for who I they are. Know. I'd like to tell you communication would make, you should communicate about things like, hey, honey, next time, you know, but you can't nitpick all day long. It's a waste of time. It's, a, it's about the fork in the sink. You can't just yeah. pick every fight. You'd pick this person, figure it out. And that's the other thing. Yeah. You, radical I mean, acceptance, man. Radical acceptance. And the whole, the picker, man, I can't mm. even tell you who's I talking about this to, about picking the partner. Ooh. You yeah. even realize how important, oh, Dr. Jessica Hockman, we were talking about this, how important it is to pick the right marriage oh, partner. Oh, 100. That's why I get Ooh. so frustrated. People get married at like 16 or 18. Or, I'm like, who the fuck even knows who they are? Like it's it's the biggest decision of your life the biggest and you should really be cautious and think about it like sean and i dated for five years which looking back i'm like we should have gotten married sooner that's what we i should. say about tommy yeah. but i didn't know if i wanted to get married ever i was like mm, mm. i was the same way. and then when i met sean i was like maybe and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think that rushing into that is a bad decision well here's what i can tell you because I, I think, I think it's okay. So what is important? Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. What, what are the ingredients? So first of all, for this woman, sorry, you got a dopey spouse. Yeah. Okay. So all you can do is outsource as much as you can. Yeah. Don't fight about it. Accept him for ways mm -hmm. and appreciate the good parts. What is he great at? Yeah. Let him flourish. Focus on the good things. Focus on the positive. And support those positive 100%. things. hundred percent. Is he a good cook? Yes. Oh, we do. We do mm -hmm. that a lot in my house. Yes. Yep. They get mouth <laughs> kisses on their peenie for doing mm -hmm. all kinds of good stuff. One of my favorite jokes yeah. of yours is, uh, yeah. I forget. It was like you said something like taking trash out makes me want to suck things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, makes me want to suck stuff. I don't know what it is, but. <laughs> so arousing. Yeah. So you arousing. get mouth favors if mm -hmm. you do stuff. If you do stuff, you gotta, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so, so that's it. But if he, if he's a great cook, let him cook the meals. Yes. And praise and him. And praise him and tell him how good he is at that. And then I think the way to frame the like bag of rocks things yeah. is more like endearing qualities. He's absent-minded. Yep. That's where see. That's where Americans are great at framing dark shit. <laughs> you got to reframe. Absent-minded. No, he's a dipshit. The I guy's know. a dope, but yeah, he's but he's a hey, nutty he's professor. He's got his strengths. Maybe he's really good in the bedroom. Maybe maybe he's got Enjoy a huge job. Enjoy that. Nobody knows. Whatever. Hey, <laughs> you picked him for a reason. Let's focus on those reasons. So let's talk about. Oh yeah, the what qualities? Here's yeah. Let's talk about then what is marriage material? Let's be real with people because I really wish somebody had sat down with me as a younger woman and been like look the dick is important mm -hmm. obviously yeah. sexual chemistry yes let's start there it is important it is really important I, sex is the glue of the marriage and if you're not is. banging you just got a miserable roommate oh, on your hands it's horrible yeah because it's a barometer for everything that's going on in your relationship is your sex life right and last time i was on here i talked about trying to have sex like two maybe three times a week and <laughs> we got a lot of pushback but i think but i yeah, but you have no kids my, yes i have it's no fine. kids but one of my friends who's a sex therapist was mm. telling me that it's more about sexual touch, oh. meaning like loving touch. Love it. So every day you should be doing some sexual touch, even if it's just kissing, rubbing their back. I love you. Touch their arm, you know, pat on the butt, whatever, you, whatever your relationship is like. And, you know, truth be told, men are so easy. Uh, they are. I really, I, it's Words like of affirmation best. and touch. Yeah, that's just what they live for yeah, is yeah. your approval and your physical approval mm -hmm. and your emotional approval. 
you know, I, I just, wives, don't fucking complain about the guys, okay? They're no. fucking easy. Oh, yeah. Give them a kiss. Feed them. Be like, you look nice today. The lip, the like, float off. It's easy. Yeah, you look great. You look cute. I love you. Yeah. I'm so happy you're Hit my baby daddy. Pat their ass mm-hmm. and grab their nuts and yep. that's it. Call it's it a easy. day. Call it a day. You're done. Check okay. that off your list. So, so sexual touches, loving touches. Yeah. Is this person a cold fish? Yeah. Forget it. Don't yeah. marry. If there's the no guy. chemistry in the bedroom, or you haven't had sex with them. I'm sorry. I know religious people are like, <gasps> don't care. You know, don't doing fuck. whatever the fuck they do. Also, like, the drive. Does it match? Are one mm-hmm. of you through the roof? One of you is asexual. Yeah. It's not going to work. No. You're not going to get married. Yeah. It won't okay. Work. Number two. Here's what I think is huge. World view. Mm-hmm. World view. Yep. How do you see the world? Are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Or do, is everybody crazy? Is everything great? Are you an optimist? Or are you a pessimist? That stuff. Are you risk averse? Is one of you mm-hmm. a risk taker? And one of you is like, I can't do that. That's not going to happen. Yeah, then like, you're, yeah, that nervous Nelly. Then the two of you are partner. You're going to mm-hmm. go up together. You want to be creating yeah. empires together, yeah. right? I would say I actually think shared religion or shared background is phenomenally helpful. Is it yeah. the only way? No. It's a lot easier when the two of you say, guess what? Christmas, there's a Christmas tree yes. in the house. It is easier. And we're baptizing our kids or Hanukkah rolls around and we light the fucking menorah mm-hmm. or whatever. Or even circumcision of children. Like yeah. I've had friends who they disagree and they had a boy and I'm like, good luck with that. Good luck. Discuss this before you get engaged. Yes. Yes. Okay. What else? What do you um, think? Go ahead. I think family dynamics like we're talking kind of yeah. like that's important to know and to i don't know figure it out i guess and if you're not about it look just know that your partner if they're from a fucked up background you're gonna have to deal like tom's had to deal with my shit of yeah, trying to we, keep up we always deal with each other's shit yeah regardless of like perfect i mean no one has perfect you know family wedding we all have shit um i think the the way that you communicate is important yeah and what does that mean though yelling it's like yeah like because families have uh, same with the dance of stuff mm. in those dances like some families just shout and it doesn't mean they're fighting right <laughs> like two of our friends and this is just one example they're both italian americans and they just shout a lot yeah but they're like happy as clams yeah and they're then like, we have yeah, the pizza the pizza they're like what are you doing what are you doing and sean and i are like wasps so we're like yeah 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 we don't like conflict yeah Ooh. yeah it makes us uncomfortable and we go over for dinner sometimes and he'd be like are they gonna get divorced <laughs> and i was like, like no they're super happy yeah, man past the ketchup yeah yeah that's true because my culture is very harsh mm-hmm. this is fucking retarded this is stupid mm-hmm. what are you doing here? Yeah. and like i don't that doesn't phase me that kind of talk but i think tom was like whoa yeah, he's like jeez yeah yeah okay so there's that what else so that you helps. um really it's how well you feel heard by your partner that's a big one because i i just did a video i don't know if it's gone live yet but about love languages Ooh, i love that i know that's exciting it's so exciting but it's essentially there's five ways we communicate love Mm. and receive love and it's like uh physical touch Mm -hmm. words of affirmation gift giving uh shared activities and or quality time i think is Mm -hmm. actually what they call it and then uh, acts of service Mm. and so you figure figuring that out and if you feel like you receive love from them and they receive love from you there's like a balance that's good it's Um, amazing and just i mean the basic things trust yeah is huge oh trust is huge if they're cheating on you and you're one fucking yeah forget it yeah i would say money money Mm -hmm. sex and money money are the two main divorce reasons and i'm not saying you need to have any i'm just saying you guys need to uh, open dialogue. How much yeah. debt do you have? Mm-hmm. How much debt do you have before you And get if you married? can't talk about it, that's a problem. Forget you it. You have to talk about it. Because if you're going to 
get together, even if you don't get married, if you're just sharing bills, mm. you know, once, and it sounds so unsexy and it is, but it's important because Sean and I are both super savers. We're like, that's why you get to get along. We both have been poor. Yeah. We're like, fuck man, that's scary. It sucks. It sucks. And you don't forget. No. Like we joke about the fear of poor in you. Like all mm, the time. I don't forget. Mm. <laughs> you know, like when you like treat yourself or something, you're like, oh, what girl, I know. I know. Like, you know, you buy a car or something. You're like, fuck. I know. I get rid of my hoopty. So, I know. So you need to have the same views on spending. And spending. I would say that. But here's what's interesting is that I learned about money through Tom because Tom's, he came up, he had a higher socioeconomic level growing up than I did. Mm. And the way rich people think about money is not the way you and I grew up thinking about oh, money. Interesting. Sean so, and I both grew up poor. Yeah. I grew up middle class. Well, we were middle class. class. Yeah. Sean was like poor. We poor, were poor, like, poor. Yeah. But we were like middle class. But I grew up with a communist mentality. So my parents oh. brought that poor country mentality mm -hmm. to America. So even when we did have stuff, we were always on the verge of yep of destruction but um yeah but it took me a while to learn how rich white guys think yeah <laughs> how like, do they think i'll tell you isn't that book rich rich dad poor dad read that i haven't read that but people that guy recommend. went bankrupt by the way <laughs> <laughs> of course he did <laughs> he did go bankrupt but yeah that's actually not a bad book and i read napoleon hill's um think and grow rich i would read napoleon hill over this guy mm-hmm grow think and grow rich napoleon hill i think that guy's an it's an old-timey book but this is really the truth of it read that and that is how okay. old white rich guys think okay they're not afraid of money they are not afraid of money meaning they're not afraid to take risks to make it oh see that scares me and it, do, it's it does poor. and the opposite in poor people and why they stay poor is that f i gotta hold on to it because i'm never gonna make any more it's never gonna come around again yeah. i'm gonna we, squeeze it yeah. <laughs> And you want to see it and you want to see it, it so I can spend but, it. But that's how you, that's the antithesis oh. of how you get rich. So read, think and grow rich okay, by Napoleon Hill. Really good. Okay. Trust money, sex, yep. religion. I mean, I, I would say really... share cultural being, being Catholic for Tom and I, we're not practicing or anything, but just having that shared background. Yeah. The foundation. Kind and of. his mother is an immigrant. And so I like oh, that parents are, yeah. and my parents. So I was like, okay, he's not such a cracker. So like I can bring him home and he's, he's going to see and hear weird shit and he's not going to be yeah, fucking like, uh, American, yeah. you know, without a passport kind of honky. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. Yeah. I'm and I was just kindness, morality. I look at moral. Is this person moral? This mm -hmm. guy moral? He doesn't have to be rich now, but does he have a mindset of yeah, like I growth? I'm going to be yeah. when I grow up. And uh, don't, and women so much, especially on these dating shows, you ever see these dating shows where they're like, Ew, he he wears a button down. Oh, you can change that so easy. Fuck, man, just buy. I swear, Sean doesn't wear crazy. anything now that I haven't purchased of for course. him. Of course, he doesn't like to shop. That's the job like, of the woman. Uh huh. And and as long as he, you tell him he looks good in it. Yes. And you buy things that fit him. Ah, easy. Yes. It's fucking easy. It's, that shit does not matter. Sean wore cosmetic. board shorts down to his calves and oversized t-shirts <laughs> when i met him oh, oh. think he owns any of those anymore and you got a you got your wop on for that <laughs> i did <laughs> but the final thing i want to mention because it was the yes. most important for me yes shared activities oh things that's you like everything to do. why did i say that katie morton that's why you're here <laughs> because you have to want to do things together and you have to like to like i know this isn't for everybody but you have to like to travel the same way and you have uh, to like to we love to snowboard and mountain bike and then we 100%. also love to lay by a pool and get massages and do fucking nothing 100%. and there's a balance and we you know we both enjoy that so 
Dude, speed of life. That's what I say, speed of life. That's what I mean. Are you an early riser? No, we're both not. You better that's be. perfect, so. Yeah. Do you guys stay yeah. up till four in the morning? I hope so. I hope you both do. We're like midnight one. Right. But I'm yeah. saying like, the, as long you as have to be both the same. of you are on that same yeah. rhythm of life, yeah. when you go on vacation, is one of you doing the itinerary? Or is the other one like, I don't know, let's just walk through the streets of Paris. Because that's how we are. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And right. you have to be the same but or it'll be. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Yeah. And I always say the worldview thing. If you're in a cafe with somebody, with the, your potential spouse, and one of you leans over and goes, oh my God, do you see that? Mm-hmm. And the other, other one better one, say, fuck yeah, I was just going to say something to you. Those are crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. don't don't get married. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, or if there's mm- judgment, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. 90% of marriages, did you see that fucking thing happen? Yeah. You know I what think, I mean? Do you see her thong hanging yeah. out of her pants? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's really what it is and yep. like tom and i our favorite activity is doing nothing oh us we too chill yeah. and we chill hard and we chill in the same way and yep. i think that's like so fucking important it is because yeah. if he's like my idea of chilling is going on a 29 mile bike ride on Ooh. a sunday i'd be like bro we're not this, this is, is not, not compatible going no i'm glad you mentioned that too because sean I and i that. we're not morning people but we don't sleep until like one or two or whatever in the afternoon but we're like to bed by midnight up by nine but roughly. that's a big problem if one of you is up till four yes. and the other one is in bed by eight it's like well then you're like passing ship ships in the night it's weird and um anyway i've always talked to sean when we wake up on a saturday and we like don't get out of bed for a while because we don't have dogs or kids so like <laughs> yeah, no it's why, why would we and mm, i'm always tell like me what that's I'll like. roll <laughs> i'll roll over and be like if you had to be up early and you couldn't just lay in bed this would never have worked <laughs> <laughs> of course because we're the same yeah you have to be you have to find your per- and then I have, we have friends who get up at like seven to go for a hike but they're both happy doing I it love it and i'm I like know. but i know they're happy my i have my my pilates instructor i'll be like what did you and your husband do this weekend well we woke up at 5 a.m and, and then like, we count me out oh my god we hiked 10 miles and then we biked 10 20 miles and then we swam and i was like get the fuck out of here it sounds like a nightmare i would just die I know. <laughs> i'd be dating that person for like a week and i'd be like i'm just gonna but i'm just gonna bow out of this been together a decade yeah happy happiest as can clams. Be. no children mm-hmm. and they're happy as yeah clams. see right. so uh I, we gotta go so oh. would, do you have anything else to add so guys listen to her podcast download her podcast on um itunes is that what you want people to listen sure. to you itunes yeah guys do you know how easy it is if you're watching me on youtube and you're not listening to this as a podcast did you know that you can listen to this yeah download and it. katie's podcast um you go there's a podcast app on your phone and you just look us up ask katie anything and opinions about or opinions that don't matter opinions that don't matter is with you and sean your husband mm-hmm. so you can hear the two of them yeah, you can see them too we're on youtube also videos just like this but yeah perfect and Whichever you can submit way. a question to katie by going to the section of the thing the comments section the, the community tab of community the youtube okay. channel uh, thank you so much for being here i just adore yeah. you and i'm so glad that i feel like this choir is almost over i know me too i'm like is there a light at the end of the tunnel i think there is but it's so good to see you it was so good to see you and i love you so much and come back soon i'm gonna do your podcast yes yes all right this has been awesome thank you so much for your questions and until next time stay cool moms where my moms where my moms where my moms at where my moms at